plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. It is Monday, October 3rd. Cowboys coming off a nice 24-17 road victory at San Francisco. I am your host, Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. As always, I appreciate you listening in on iTunes, on Audio Boom, or where have you. Please encourage your friends to do the same. In today's episode, I will play some sound from Dak Prescott after last night's game, as well as Jason Winton. And Jason Garrett just finished his press conference today, and it was a little salty, to say the least. I think Jason Garrett is still upset about how the media treated him for the Des Bryant situation last week. Des Bryant missed two scheduled MRI exams early in the week. Jason Garrett was very coy about it on Monday and Wednesday. Then he comes back on Thursday, tries to be this open and honest and forthcoming. And there is a very tense press conference and on Sunday after the game last night, Jason Garrett used accountability or accountable multiple, multiple times. Did so again today. And uh, it, it just it was a very interesting, to say the least, news conference. And But that's just part of it. I mean, he is not going to, you know, apologize for how he handles or deals with the media. But just as an example of the press conference from today... My coworker Shereen Williams asked Jason Garrett about Dak Prescott and him not throwing an interception through four games, which is a rookie record. Of course, Carson Wentz is in that similar boat. The Eagles were on a bye, so Carson Wentz could pass him next week. We will see, but Jason Garrett said in, in response to that, he's done a good job taking care of the football. There's no question about that. End of quote. <laughs> so you can see that... Jason Garrett clearly was not in a cell. Even though you'd think he would be. I mean, given the fact that the Cowboys just improved to 3-1, and are looking pretty good. Dak Prescott continues to shine. Ezekiel Elliott had a second straight 100-yard game. No no Des Bryant, no Tony Romo, no Orlando Skandrick, no Tyron Smith. They pull off a road win, so... All signs would have pointed to Jason Garrett being in a good mood, happy, but definitely a little tense press conference because I think he's still somewhat upset about how last week went with the media. And it'll be interesting to see if he kind of keeps this persona, this this mindset, attitude, what have you going forward. So that is something to watch. That's what everyone in sports talk will be talking about, I'm sure, this week. And in how Jason Garrett, you know, was just very short and why he was. And, and I don't know if the fans really care. You know, I'm sure the fans are just happy, hey, as long as he's coaching a winning team. 
you know, he, he, he can say whatever he wants. So uh, that'll be interesting. Let me just go over some quick stats before I get into the Dak Prescott and Jason Winton audio. The 49ers started 7 of 7 on third downs. They finished 1 of 7 on third down, 1 of 8 on when you factor in the fourth down that they went for late in the game. So uh, where Mo Claiborne had the big stop. So it was definitely a good, solid defensive performance. You saw them make adjustments. They were in the hole, 14 nothing hole. Dak Prescott was able to get them out. And I'm going to get into this Dak Prescott audio in just a second. But first off, let me remind you, this is the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I encourage you to check out every podcast possible on Locked On Cowboy, or excuse me, the Locked On Network Podcast Network. This week, go check out Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson. Get all the big news. Get all the storylines from around the league. Check out Locked On Fantasy for all your fantasy needs. Go check out Locked On Bengals. Get get the latest on the Cowboys' next opponent on Sunday. But as promised, here is Dak Prescott after his solid, solid performance. Again, this kid just continues to impress, continues to shine, shows that no stage is too big, no moment is too big. 14-0 deficit, he calmly leads the Cowboys on two touchdown drives to tie the game up at halftime. Dak Prescott finished 23 of 32, 245 yards, two, t- two touchdowns. He also rushed for three yards, <laughs> five carries for three yards. So not his best rushing outing. But anyways, Dak Prescott after the game last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great team. I think this one just kind of shows the character. Uh, we've had more guys go down last week, and guys had to step in, and uh, they got the job done. Uh, so it's kind of kind of the, I guess the theme you can say, somebody goes down to step up and uh, do your job, and we've done a good job going down 14-0 in this game. We didn't blink. Defense made some plays, and offense got the thing rolling, and got it done. How does this team come together and be able, not just to have that comeback, but with guys who are playing in the first year and being able to do that in a hospital? Uh, yeah, this team has great chemistry. I mean, we're guys that I feel like hang, hang out a good bit off the field, uh, just away from the facility. So when we come together, we all got, we've all got the same goal. We want to win. We want to do whatever it takes to win. Uh, that's what do. How do you stay even keeled when you're down 14 up and so quick? Uh, yeah, I just like to play every play independently. I uh, do my best to just focus in on each and every play. Uh, a lot of the rest is just bad for itself. Uh, early in that the first half, we're just kind of stepping on our own toes, making middle errors, uh, jumping off sides or false starting things like that. Uh, once we got going, um, things worked out. And the one pass, Sterling, Keith, Kirkland, is that when you like, hey, take back? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he intercepted, so I was fortunate there. Uh, but yeah, that was just something that was kind of bad on my part. Witten uh, was running this route a little different than I thought, just uh, went on the same page, and that's all on me. Did you learn anything from that throw? Uh, yeah, definitely. What? Uh, just how Witten's going to run around against a certain coverage. So I talk about that two-minute drive at the end of the first half. It seemed like you went to Witten a lot, and then you guys were able to take advantage of the short field. Uh, yeah, I mean, Coach Landon did a great job just calling plays, allowing us to just go fast. Uh, that's when I kind of feel comfortable. Uh, the most I'd say is just we're going fast, we're on the ball, uh, putting the pressure on the defense. The guys got open with us. Specifically, like you said, on that drive, made some catches, uh, and then finished off with a touchdown. Talk about your receivers. It's been a couple of weeks in a row now. It's been really good over 100 yards. I mean, how... When he's running the ball like that, the offensive line is not going to snap away. What does that do for you? 
Uh, yeah, it allows the passing game to open up. The play action pass uh, just allows our offense to be uh, diverse. We can come at you any way uh, when he's got the when he's running the ball off the line, has the ground game going like that. And, uh, that's no surprise. The guy that works his butt off for each and every day. How do you feel about the fan support you guys got here? I mean, you know, and even though you know it's, you're at the Niners Stadium, you guys had a lot of Dallas fans here. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's America's team. I kind of expect that uh, everywhere we go uh, for those fans to, to show up like that. Uh, we're thankful for them. Talk about your receivers playing with Dez out and Terrence and Bryce, how they stepped up. Uh, they, they've done what's asked for them each and every day of practice and each and every week. Uh, just don't worry about who's down. Come in and do your job. Uh, run your route to the best ability. Block your best ability. And those guys uh, are tremendous. And they, uh, they, they show up every day. Can you talk a lot about Dez that changed the game? Quarterback played a technique where he tried to catch up and play over the top. Uh, back shoulder, Terrence made it, went up and made a uh, great catch uh, to get the end zone to score right there. And then uh, then in the end, Bryce didn't bring down the catch, but that's, that's something we feel really comfortable, uh, comfortable with. Bryce as well, just throwing the ball and letting him go over and make some plays. Uh, he did it early. Um, he'll make that touchdown catch. Uh, he's a very physical guy that's doing his job stepping up. Did their defense do anything different without Dez in there that you might have not seen when he was in the game in other games? Uh, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, that was my first time playing against those guys. Uh, I hadn't played against them with the Dez before, so uh, it's a little hard for me to say. But I, I just think maybe they'd have given him a little attention. Okay, are you and Bryce on, the, on your first time? Stop. You were saying you guys spend extra time at practice this week working on uh, that Yeah, play. I mean, that's not just this week. That's every week. Uh, we kind of do the defense goals. Uh, me and some receivers get down and go over red zone plays or uh, specific routes that we want to work on. And, uh, that's a play that... We've worked for a couple of weeks. Uh, did this week, uh, Coach caught it. He did a good job. The defense showed him a lot of attention to uh, Beasley in the flat, and uh, he got open. Dak, I know we've asked you this pretty much every week, but still a lot of people are surprised by your success. But how would you evaluate your first four weeks and, and how you've carried yourself? Uh, I mean, I'll say every time you ask me, I'd like to be 4-0. Uh, but we won. We got a big road win. Uh, good team win tonight or today. Uh, so that's big. you got to keep going. How much belief comes from a game like this? No Romo, no Dez, no Tyron, no Skandrick, that you're able to come here on the road and win? Uh, it's a good team win. As I said, it just shows the character. Uh, people stepping up, doing their job, uh, not blinking, and getting it done. All right, that was Dak Prescott after the game. And, of course, Dak had a very solid outing once again. And, as I said, he just kind of does it. Another guy who really shined is Mo Claiborne. We'll get more into him later in the week. I'll... I'll play some audio from Mo uh, t- tomorrow or Wednesday for y'all on his game. He had a huge fourth quarter. I don't think he, the cornerback can have a better fourth quarter than Mo Claiborne had. He started off with an INT, then he had a tackle for loss, and then he pretty much sealed the game uh, by shoving Torrey Smith out of bounds on a fourth down play short of the first down stick. So uh, Mo Claiborne had a huge day. Jason Winton, of course, has been very steady this season. One of the vocal leaders, he finished the day seven catches, 47 yards. The seven catches led the team. Uh, Cole Beasley actually led the team in receiving yards, three catches, 66 yards. He had that long 47-yard uh, screen at the end of the game, which which really, really sealed it after Mo's uh, nice play on fourth down there. But Jason Winton had another solid day, and, and uh we were able to sit down with Jason Witten after the game, and here was his thoughts. Just Dak, again, impressive. 
down 14 nothing, and you guys were able to come back. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a great team win. You know, I mean, on the road, down 14-0, don't blink. I mean, uh, that, that, that's a good defense. They give you a lot of different looks. That was a challenge for us. Uh, I thought he handled it well. You know, we got settled in there right before the half, and we got the two-minute going. We had a good plan, you know, we are trying to get on the ball, trying to limit their stuff that they were doing um, pressure-wise. He settled in, did a really good job. Well, and you said it's a good team win, but does it just go to show how deep this team is? No Dez, no Tyron, no Gorlando Skandrick that you guys were able to still pull Yeah, in. I mean, I think the, the, the kind of mantra of this team is just don't flinch. You know, I mean, it really is just keep going. And, uh, you know, that's what Coach Garrett talks about all the time. It's what the leaders say. It's just, you know, we can't flinch. Obviously, we got great players that are out, and we, you know, look forward to getting them back. But certainly it's a big win. Come on the road. It's a good defense. So no, we, we knew it was going to be a tough challenge. Good to get these wins. And Dak was saying that uh, play with Eric Reed early in the game said, I, you guys, he didn't know the exact route you were going to go. Is that just a good yeah. learning experience for us? Yeah, it is. I mean, every time it comes up, different. You know, it was his own coverage. Uh, you know, running off the mic. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always evolving, you know. I mean, Coach Linehan always talks about it. It never stays the same. You're always trying to get better and finding different things. It's good to, you know, work through those and overcome that. You know, I mean, that's a, a route that we were able to come back to later in the game, convert some big third downs for us. And uh, it's good that we were able to kind of take that in stride and, and be able to adjust. He's done that since the day he's got here. Well, in the two-minute offense into the first half, it seemed like you guys connected. Yeah. And how big was it just to score after that? Yeah, it was good to get going. You know, I mean, it was pretty quiet for me there early. I mean, then we were running the ball. We didn't have much conversions. They are giving us some funky looks. But um, you know, it was good to get that two minute on the ball, get some conversions going, and then capitalize right before the half. It's big plays. Got some call to throw to Beasley there to end the game. Well, I mean, we knew we needed to get it first. We had the, the penalty, and we had to screen. We practice a lot. I mean, uh, you know, Coach Lane has been really good in the screen game. I think it's been a, it's something we worked hard at. Uh, you know, early we had the screen, we were backed up to Zeke, and then you know we had Dunbar on one, weren't able to get so. Uh, we, we feel confident in those. You know, it's kind of like a run. Get Beasley out in space. You know, he's hard got to tackle in those situations. It's a, it's a quarter of the season, so you don't get carried away. But are you, you feeling something? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. You know, the, the mojo is good right now. You know, and I think it's it's it comes from a lot of good work. This group back in February, just the commitment we made. I mean, you got to take it week to week. You know, you move forward. That's what this team's done best. But certainly, I think this is a, it's a good feeling right now. Even when there's a lot of room to improve, you know, you're down 14-0, um, you know, and then to rally back. So it says a lot about the character. It really does. And, um, you know, we just got to keep moving forward. You guys running it like you did in 14 and all the way these last two games? Yeah, I mean, we were kind of, you know, wide zone. We were able to get there, get the edge. I thought we were able to get some perimeter runs. Ron did a good job inside. So just run our stuff, you know. We got a good package where we try to get to the right look. Zeke and Alfred, they're running hard. Zeke does a good job, you know, kind of fitting in there and letting them Blocks set up and, and then hitting it. So he's, he's played well for us these last few weeks. What's that end at the end of stadium, end of a road game, and you hear Cowboy, you've seen it for 13, 14 years. But yeah. What's it like? It's a great feeling, you know, and, and, and that's the thing I think we kind of embrace, you know, so much of the talk of not being able to win at home and is the crowd. I mean, uh, there's no better feeling coming out west and then hearing those Cowboys fans like they are get behind you, and hopefully that'll continue. How impressed were you with Moe's fourth quarter interception? He had a tackle for loss in the big fourth down stop. Yeah. I mean, you just can't say enough great things about him. You know, I mean, he's just, he just, you talk about just 
hanging in there with the guy, allowing him to get his confidence. I think just going back to camp, I mean, how he played, the way he approached it, the confidence he has, that swagger he's brought. I mean, that's big-time plays he's made, you know, and you don't see corners come up and hang tackles like that. And then the range that he's shown, you know, and that's the ability that we've known about and to see it kind of come to uh, these games and make those plays. I, I mean, most playing at a high level. All right, that was Jason Winton after the game. Clearly, everyone was in a good mood except for uh, Jason Garrett. He was—he's still a little salty, it sounds like, from his uh, the Des Bryant situation last week. And, and speaking of Des Bryant, real quick before I end the podcast, Jason Garrett, or excuse me, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Des himself. There was a national report saying Dez was late to about 20 to 40 meetings. Such a wide gap to start with. But a national report saying that Dez Bryant refuted it, said it was essentially untrue. Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones were very – also dismissed it. And I thought, you know, Stephen Jones – you know, was not happy, didn't want to talk about it. He said, we're not worried about it. And then Jerry had a funny quote. He said, only God knows how many meetings Des Bryant has missed. And, and this has been an issue ever since Des joined the team from Oklahoma State, probably even Dayton to his Oklahoma State days, that getting on time and being to places on time has been an issue. But as far as the Cowboys are concerned, that story is a non-story. That issue is a non-issue. They are happy with Des Bryant. They have put the MRI situation behind them, and they have moved on. But So with that, we will also move on. Make sure you tune in tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and I will bring some more sound from the locker room, get you ready for the big game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, TCU's Andy Dalton will be coming to town to take on the Cowboys. It should be a good game. This is really going to be the first test test the Cowboys have faced. The Bengals are 2-2, two and two, but they are a team that a lot of people think could make the playoffs. So far, the Cowboys' three wins have come against teams that I believe are a combined 4-8. and eight. So, Cincy and, and Green Bay will really be a, a good measuring stick to see just where this team is. Again, I am Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Shoot me an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. Check me out on Twitter, at Drew Davison, D-A-V-I-S-O-N. And, of course, make sure you check out star-telegram.com. Myself, Shereen Williams, and Clarence E. Hill, Jr. have all your Cowboys coverage there. There is no reason to go anywhere else other than star-telegram.com. But until tomorrow, take care. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.